here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. All right, let me tell you what I know, both from public reports and also from my own sources. There are three types of people among these 20. There are those who want to cut a deal. There are those who are so far into the weeds, it's not clear if they want to cut a deal. And then there are those who have personal animosity towards McCarthy who are not going to cut any deal. So the 20 are united right now in their opposition to McCarthy. They are not united in their reasons to be opposing McCarthy. One of the people told me that there are some dead-enders who are prepared to jump off the edge of the roof, if that's what it takes to stop McCarthy. So you have that dynamic going on. So there are those who say, this is how Republic works. It's very interesting, because many of those who say that don't take the time to find out actually what's going on. These things are messy, but I wouldn't call this exactly working. Now, it looks like a deal is in the works. And uh, it looks like the deal is being put to writing. With certain of the 20 taking a look at it to see if they, they can agree to it. If there's an agreement on the deal, I am told, it's still not enough. They still don't have enough of the 20 to get the 218. So the goal is to get a deal, get as many of the 20 as possible, likely Perry and Chip Roy, and Donalds, 
and a handful of others. Ken Buck, who was voting for McCarthy, had to leave for a long-scheduled medical appointment back to Colorado, so he's left. So obviously that won't help McCarthy. So that's the situation, as has been conveyed to me, based on my own inquiry. Now, as for what happens now, it's not clear how much more time will be needed, but more time will be needed, just based on what I said. And if you're going to adjourn uh, over the weekend, you need the support of a number of members. So that's not certain. That's not certain. But the core of this is that uh, there is some kind of deal in writing being reviewed, and that... uh, You've got divisions among the 20, and this is what happens. This is, well, this is how republic works. No, this is how certain members of a republic do not want the republic to work. Not all of the 20, mind you. Again, so when you have the chess beaters and the head tappers on TV and radio going on about, let's back these guys, let's back them back. They don't even know what they're backing. Which guys are you backing and for what? Which ones? I told you I had one guy in there negotiating for himself to get committee assignments. So we should all drop dead and back that guy? Who hasn't spent one minute? Hasn't been sworn in? He should get in front of the other conservatives? No, I don't think so. Now I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Hold on, I have some information coming in. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Anyway, so, uh, hold on, i got to read it. Hold on, hold on, I'm reading it. This is real radio. Okay. You see, folks, they can't afford to lose five. They can't afford to lose five. And the thing is, they've given them 98% of what they want. 90% of what I agree with. But 98% of what they want. Even McCarthy's saying, okay, it'll take simply one member to challenge the speakership to demand a vote. Now, having gone through this, you, having seen this and watched this, that's a pretty drastic thing to do. And that's something that I think that Mark Meadows and Jim DeMint have been pushing. And that's okay. But he just gave it to them. I'm looking at Breitbart now. We all know a very rhino publication. I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. McCarthy gave the 
holdouts four more concessions. One member motion threshold needed to force a vote ousting a speaker instead of five. More House Freedom Caucus members on the House Rules Committee, two seats. Pledges to hold votes on lawmaker term limit and border security bills. And I'm going to get to that term limit issue in a second. Major changes to the appropriations process to prevent another omnibus bill by allowing floor amendments to be offered by any lawmaker. Okay, a couple of things here. You cannot change the Constitution by statute. The Supreme Court has said so, and we constitutionalists agree with that. Can you imagine? And there's a bunch of schmucks who go on Twitter and other social media platforms, when you tell them that, they don't want to believe you, right, Mr. Have you seen that, Mr. Producer? It's very weird. It's very stupid. Now, all that said, some of these guys want to propose that anyway. Now, not only would it be killed in the Senate and killed by Biden, but they're all going to tell you what I'm telling you which is you cannot change the Constitution by a statute. That's why as part of the Liberty Amendments, I have term limits in the Liberty Amendments. That's why when I support Convention of States, and you have a guy like Andy Biggs who opposes it and opposed it and blocked it in Arizona, they make, they make term limits impossible. So here you have the leader who opposed Convention of States making term limits impossible. And one of their demands is that they get to vote on term limits. They can vote till they're blue in the face. I am not going to sit here and let them deceive you and lie to you and pretend that that's going to be effective. It's not. It's not going to do anything. After Franklin Roosevelt died and he had been elected to four terms and he ran for that fourth term even though he was deathly ill, and a few months after dying and winning that election... Congress decided they needed to limit how long a president could serve. Did they pass a statute? No. Believe it or not, the Democrat Congress and the Republican Congress did it the old-fashioned way, an amendment. No one can serve in the presidency more than 10 years under our Constitution now. No one. You can serve two full terms, you can serve part of somebody's term and two full terms, but it can never add to more than 10 years. And so I'm listening to people who say, I'm a conservative, I'm a constitutionalist, that's what we're standing up, we're fighting the rhinos, who are lying to you. It's just not true. So are there three elements within this group of 20? Again, let me repeat. Most of them, but not all of them, are principled, they're negotiating, and they're trying to get a deal. And I think they're close. It's a written deal and they're looking at it. Some of them have no interest in a deal. It's all personal animosity. And so they will look for an excuse to say, well, they didn't do this, they didn't do that, they didn't do this. We're talking about a handful of people now. And then there are others who are basically blackmailing the majority. They want certain committee assignments and other things. So I hope what they do is they get as many as they can in on their deal. 
and then let us focus on the remaining whatever number it is. Because at this point, Joe Biden's about to give out massive amnesty, and we don't have a Republican House of Representatives to fight him. We don't even have a Republican House of Representatives to fight him. Or to fight McConnell in the Senate. Or to do anything. We don't have anything. And to get the resources in place, to get everything in place is going to take some time. Now there are people out there who have worked for nonprofits. There are people out there who have gone to dinners. There are people out there who talk to each other. People out there who will tell you that they represent you, the base. You don't even know who they are. You've never spoken to them. You don't know most of the groups. And they're in and around Washington, D.C. Acting like Marxists, like leftists, telling everybody that they represent tens of millions of people. I have 14 and a half million people on this radio show. I left Twitter. I came back to Twitter, what, six, seven, eight months ago? We went from nothing to we're almost at 3.4 million. In half a year, give or take. What about a million on Truth Social? And I don't even promote it. You got guys on TV and radio that can't mention their Twitter handles. Enough, over and over and over. I don't. The hell is my Twitter handle? Mark Levin Show Twitter, right? At Mark Levin Show Twitter. I don't even know what the hell the handle is. There it is. At Mark Levin Show Twitter. So at this point, there is some deal. And a decent number of the 20 go for the deal, but then there's still holdouts. Then you'll know that for several of these individuals, no, they were not standing on principle. They were not standing for the country. They're your typical Washington political hack. A blowhard. No single... No. Oh, when we come back, let's talk a little bit about if the Republicans do get a speaker, regardless who the speaker is, and exercise the majority properly. What kind of power do they actually have? I'll be right back. Mark in. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. 
If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you, and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. You're hearing a lot of promises that are being made by everybody on the Republican side that they're not going to be able to keep. So they need to press an agenda. They need to block the Democrats where they can. If necessary, shut the government. When they get their chance at dealing with a budget, McConnell took it away from them recently. Period of another year. But you have the Senate that is controlled by Schumer and McConnell. McConnell is an enemy. And of course, you have Biden with a veto pen, which means you need a supermajority should he veto something. It's not true with investigations. That's important to know. So when it comes to actual legislation, it's not so simple. People want to tell you this is how a republic works. Well, I'll tell you how a republic works, this republic. There's three branches, and there's a bicameral branches in Congress. Now, that doesn't mean the Republicans can't push an agenda. That doesn't mean the Republicans can't try and persuade the American people. That doesn't mean the Republicans can't do everything possible to slow down, stop, confront, all those things. It's very, very important. But the Republicans in the House alone, without help from the Republicans in the Senate, who do have the advantage of a of a filibuster if they need to use it, but McConnell won't. Leverage to secure the border. Leverage to do certain things. These Republicans in the House, whomever the Speaker is, I don't care if they bring Barry Goldwater back. The fact of the matter is, are not going to be able to achieve affirmatively all these things that they're saying they're going to achieve one side or the other. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you, and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. When Mark Levin speaks, the backbenchers take notes. 
Call in now, 877-381-3811. So what's the big rule that's left? Or the big change that's left? That hasn't been achieved, accomplished. What, what is it? What is it? There isn't any. Just a matter of, I guess, getting lawyers in the room to write something up. Fine. But has the damage already been done? You know, when I heard about these sort of three factions within the 20, those who have these changing demands and they get smaller, smaller, more and more in the weeds. Those who have principal changes that they've wanted and those who are exploiting this for personal power and animus. And then you have to hear people tell you that this is how a democracy works. This is how a republic works. So you're supposed to follow the reprobates among them Because that's how democracy works. No, it isn't. First of all, we're not a democracy. Secondly, those 20, and if it's whittled down to 10 or 4 or whatever it is, they don't represent the vast majority of the people in this listening audience. They represent their own districts. That's representative government. That's how the republic works. We don't believe in minority control. We don't believe in majority control. We believe in representative government. So it's good that there's a fight. To a point. It's what a primary is all about. It's what a general election is all about. But if you take it to the point where you cannibalize your own. And again, I've never viewed this as conservative versus establishment. Because I always had the sense, and I've, I've talked this out with you for three days now, that a number of these people among the 20 or the 19 or whatever the original number, five, they were not principled, they were not earnest, guys like Andy Biggs and others. Gates just went on the floor and he said he's nominated Donald Trump, which is ridiculous, but he's nominated Donald Trump, who he attacked yesterday, And he said, and one of the things that he really wants to get done, regardless who the speaker is, is more criminal justice reform. We did the first step, we need a second, we need a third, we need a fourth. Criminal justice reform. How about law and order, Mr. Gates? So, Mr. Gates and I don't see eye to eye on everything. I think we did criminal justice reform. I was never a big fan of letting criminals out of prison. And I'm not a big fan of going any further. It should be the opposite. Which is, more criminals go to prison. I don't know why we have to sound like liberals and act like liberals. So that's one of the great conservatives who just said that on the floor of the House. Count me out. I don't agree. Certainly not a priority of mine. It's a priority of yours. Here's David Axelrod on CNN today, and he's very happy. 
He's very excited. Why? Cut eight, go. He's surrendered. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is whether the 21 who accepted or not, they've won. McCarthy. They've won. Either, Dingle. either McCarthy becomes a neutered, powerless speaker who has a sword of Damocles uh, over his head uh, that could fall at any time because anybody in that body could call to vacate the chair or someone else becomes speaker. But he, he, they have won this. I mean, the only thing that's left is for, you know, one of them to drive out with McCarthy's car and another one to wear his coat. Is that true? Is that true? There may be some truth to this. There may be some truth to that, which is what I said on day one, depending on how long this goes on and what they're duking it out over and all the rest, they could actually be weakening a Republican speaker, whomever their speaker is. That rule change where one member can call to vacate the chair, that is, to get rid of the speaker. Think that's a good rule? I know it was used against Boehner, but Boehner was going to leave anyway, as it turns out. We later learned. But still... You look at Pelosi, and many of you have called their show and have said to me, why don't we have leaders like this? We have nothing but hate and contempt for that woman and what she's done to this country and what she's done to President Trump and on and on. But I'll give her this. She knows how to lead. Well, she never had the sword of Damocles hanging over her head. Ever. She was an incredibly powerful speaker. So, to some extent, you've got to be careful what you wish for. I hear some of these guys on the floor of the house. I've been watching all day, like some of you, while trying to get other work done. This guy, Bob Good, from Virginia. I have no idea what Bob Good has ever done. From Lynchburg, Charlottesville, Danville, Virginia, 5th District. One by the skin of his teeth. Skin of his teeth. Okay, fine. Took enormous sums of money from Kevin McCarthy's pack. Well, why doesn't he return that money? And if he took money from Kevin McCarthy's pack, you really want to be a purist? Why doesn't he resign? Because he took money from Kevin McCarthy's pack to persuade voters to vote for him, and then he opposes Kevin McCarthy. I mean, then don't take money from the guy's pack. You don't take money from abortion groups and all the rest of it. If you know that you're not going to support him, then why would you take money from his pack? And you should see what some of the idiots commented about that online. Should take more. Lauren Boebert was asked time and again, time and again, by Sean Hannity last night. Well, who's your candidate? They have more candidates. I mean, I think we're going to be here the rest of my life. There are 330 million Americans, Mr. Producer. Any one of them can serve as a speaker. You're aware of that, right? 
No, no, not me. But you get the point. You get the point. And you know what tomorrow is, ladies and gentlemen? I forgot all about it. But Chuck Todd reminds us it's January 6th. Chuck Todd's got the whole setup for this. That MAGA did all that damage on January 6th. A few years back. And now look all the damage they're doing today. What an idiot. What a complete buffoon and fool. No wonder he gets no ratings. And he ought to be thrown off MSNBC or wherever the hell he is. Calls this a similar battle. Similar battle. So they have January 6th circled on their calendar, of course. And you're going to hear this crap all day tomorrow. Trust me. That's the way they work. One of the things that's very cringeworthy is what are they on their 10th vote or something like that? All these standing ovations, people standing around, Hakeem Jeffries, and he sits there like an emperor. Smiling, shaking hands, the things they say about him. One of the earlier people nominating him spoke about his family. Wonderful family, except they left out one of his family members, Mr. Producer. The former professor, remember? Professor Jeffries. The racist anti-Semite. Who was so bad, he was even removed from an Ivy League school. Boy, the good old days. Today, they'd, you know, promote him to president of the university. But that said... They didn't mention that. Even though Hakeem has said of his uncle, and I've told you this many times, that he's very close to his uncle while he doesn't always agree with his theories. You know, his theories of anti-Semitism. Either you're an anti-Semite or you're not. It's not a theory. And they're applauding him and appraising him and watching some of the secular Jews who are Democrats there, quite frankly, from my tribe, Applauding him, standing, yelling, Hakeem Jeffries! Yeah, we want Hakeem Jeffries! Amazing. Hakeem Jeffries. And what's so great about Hakeem Jeffries? Nothing. He's a radical. That's Hakeem Jeffries. And by the way, you know what happened in the Ohio Assembly the other day? These all are the common pattern. What happened in the Ohio Assembly the other day? Anybody know? Do you know, Mr. Producer? Well, there's a liberal Republican. The Republicans control the Ohio Assembly. And there was a gentleman who was supposed to be Speaker. But he wasn't liked by everybody he was quite conservative actually but he wasn't liked by everybody so what happened 
Well, the liberals and the so-called moderate Republicans, the rhinos, joined with the Democrats and elected the liberal Republican to be the speaker. Out of the blue, out of left field. But that can't happen. But it did happen. It did happen. In Ohio. With a conservative Republican legislature. You never know. And then finally, one of the other things I noticed, finally for this segment anyway, is a number of these people of the 20, not all but some, really have enjoyed their FaceTime on TV. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producers? They all huddle together. As they huddle together, 20 of them. 20. And Andy Biggs is walking around. He seems very down. Seems very down. He's commiserating with Gates. Lauren Boebert's listening in. The cameras are on them, Mr. Producer. The three wise men, or the two wise men and the wise woman, I guess. And yet you have many, many conservatives on the floor of the House that get no face time. They get no support, whatever. All right. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. And I want to make another observation to be perfectly honest with you folks. As I sit here and over the hours, like many of you who join the course of the day or listen on the radio. I don't see a lot of great leaders here. Do you, Rich? I don't see a lot of great leaders in the House of Representatives. Maybe a couple. I don't see a lot of great leaders in the U.S. Senate. Maybe a couple on the Republican side. I really don't. And this is why I think DeSantis is so powerful as a chief executive and governor. And, of course, Trump who never served in the uh, House of the Senate either. And they're all staring at their iPhones. They're all trying to see who's texting them. They're all tweeting. And, you know, it, it's just, it, it's just, it, it, it's Rome. So these 20 are not going to save us. None of them are going to save us. We're going to have to save ourselves. 
That's why I talk to the grassroots. You. That's why I talk to my audience. You. Not groups and organizations that pretend to represent you, who send you envelope after envelope. No. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about you. And I don't think you see any great leaders here either. You see posers. You see people who are pretenders. But there aren't any great leaders. Maybe a few, but that's about it. That's about it. And that's frightening. Same with the Senate side. And that's why I've decided we're going to have to look at these governorships. Where people have real records and are real executives and have to do real things. Or the former president. There's nothing here. This is the great battle of the century? This one going on right now? No, I don't think so. I really don't think so. Not in my view. The best thing about this Republican majority, if they get their act together, is that they're not the Democrats. Don't you think, Mr. Producer? They fight over whether they get two members or three members of the Rules Committee, uh, whether they have to wear yellow ties on Tuesday or red ties on Wednesday. Uh, you got to wait 72 hours or 70 hours. And uh, I'm going, okay, you got it. That's enough all right. No, no, you don't understand, Mark. You don't understand these groups out there. And you don't understand these geniuses on TV and radio saying, what's the problem? This is how a republic works. Our republic's not working. Put this aside. It's not working. We have a massive bureaucracy. We have a president who's out of control. We have a Republican leader in the Senate who's colluding with the Democrat leader. We got this bullcrap going on here now. They got 90%. Good. Take it. Run with it. No. We've got the intelligence agencies, the law enforcement federal agencies. Thwarting speech. Thwarting communication with big tech. All this information coming out while this stuff's going on in the House. We have 10,000 illegal aliens crossing the border every single day. And we now have a massive amnesty bill in front of us. It's not a bill, in fact. An executive order that's coming from Biden. He wants people to declare their amnesty before they even come to the United States. This is how a republic's supposed to work, don't you know? No, it's not. It's not working. It's dying. It's dying. Well, Mark, you back McCarthy. I want these Republicans to get their act together. I want us to get behind them to do something. And if they don't do it, I want to throw their asses out of office and replace them with somebody who will. I am not playing games about this stuff. I don't care what Ogles from wherever the hell he's from. He means nothing to me what committee he sits on. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. 
Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, Last night. Carrie Bush, the reprobate Marxist, Cory Cory Bush, sorry, the reprobate Marxist from St. Louis, uh, smeared Byron Donalds, smeared him, and she called him a prop, among other things, and that basically... He was doing the bidding of white supremacists and a white supremacist. So you see, if you don't buy into the radical Marxist agenda, which is represented by the Democrat Party, that's why she's a Democrat, she votes Democrat, she runs as a Democrat, she's voting for Democrat leadership, the Marxists have a home in the Democrat Party. Uh, They try to destroy you. Byron Donalds is a good man. I'm not sure what he's up to now. He will explain that on one of the weekend shows. But he's a good man. Corey Bush is a slimeball. A thug. A character assassin. A racist. A bigot. And the fact that somebody of that mindset is a Democrat, votes Democrat, votes for Hakeem Jeffries to be a Democrat is unbelievable. And of course, the media agree. The media will not reprimand her in their own way as they do they'll go after this Marjorie Taylor Green who I don't even know they'll go after Donald Trump they'll go after anybody on the Republican side but on the Democrat side you can say and do whatever you want because you have the likes of Chuck Todd Chuck Todd So uh, I wanted to point that out because it was so grotesque. Now Matt Gates, who just announced on the floor about 45 minutes ago that one of his great priorities is criminal justice reform, a phrase invented by the left to try and allow criminals to get out of prison. Uh, And of course I know President Trump embraced a criminal justice reform bill that got a lot of bipartisan support, which I oppose. I oppose it now. That said, 
he gets on the floor today after he trashes Trump on TV last night. He's nominated Trump twice. Trump has endorsed McCarthy. As a matter of fact, the 20 have proposed for speaker in every instance somebody who is either nominated or voted for Kevin McCarthy. I mean, how serious can this be? But that said, he said there needs to be criminal justice reform two and three and four. And that we can work with you with the right speaker, (coughs) Hakeem Jeffries. We can work with you on this. I don't know. Is that a priority among conservatives? Is that America? No, I don't think so. As I said in the first hour, law and order is a priority. But Matt Gates, who is not a member of the Freedom Caucus, he's sort of out there as a uh, as a gadfly. I mean, what's it going to take, Matt? They asked him. What do you want? Cut to go. There seems to be a lot of confusion, though, about exactly what this group of 20 wants. You say rules changes. A lot of people have said a lot of different things. Is there something specific, Congressman, that you want that would gain uh, your vote to Kevin McCarthy if that thing was fulfilled? So let's stop right here. This is why I have been sour on most of these people. Because about, I'm guessing, a month ago, I was contacted by one of their surrogates. If I gave you his name, you would know. He's not a current member, he's a former member of the House. A very well-known member. Hadn't heard from him in a while. Out of the blue, I get a call. Asking me why I'm being critical of this effort. I said, well, it's not clear to me what they want. And then he encouraged me not to call these five, these five, boneheads. And then I said, I have an idea. Why don't you come back to me since you contacted me and since you're a surrogate for these people of some sort. In fact, I think you're more than that. But that said, why don't you come back to me with the two, three, four, five proposals that they have so I can tell my audience, share it with my audience, and my audience can make decisions for themselves too rather than just these folks jumping up and down because that's pretty much what was going on back then he said okay that was a Friday I said get back to me over the weekend or by Monday he didn't call me again he texted me and he said "I've, I've decided to back out of this to stay out of this and yet All indications are that I'm getting is that he's one of these Fengalis behind it. And they would never give me their proposals to share with you, ever. I've never told anybody that, including you, Mr. Producer, have I? So I said, well, what is this? I'm contacted. I'm asked to back off. I ask, okay, give me what the proposals are. Maybe I can help. I want to share them with my audience. We want to push this thing. And the answer I get is, well, you know, I've decided to back out of this. You want to know why? As I explained to you in first hour, as we just learned, 
there's factions within this faction. The only thing they can agree on is voting no, but they cannot agree on a lot of other things. In other words, as I said in the first hour, some of them, this is very personal. It's not about country. It's not about party. It's not about anything. For some of them, it is a matter of principle that there are certain things that they want and certain good things. And then for yet more, they're going to keep asking for things and asking for things and asking for things because they want to vote no, no matter what. They view that as a, as a way of convincing you that they're conservatives and more conservative than others. So you have these three sort of elements within this group of 20 even. That's why they couldn't give me their three or four points of what it would take what it would take to unify because they couldn't agree on them. So while some people are projecting their own views on them and some people are projecting substance onto them and some people are trying to educate you about how a Republican government works or a democracy works or a parliament or whatever the other, that is not what this is about. That's why the demands keep changing. That's why you get reports from in these negotiations that there's a member that wants to sit on this committee and that committee and is putting a gun to everybody's head and blah, 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 because you're down to a handful of votes effectively. So they all don't agree. And even with this Apparently, this written agreement that they've been reporting about that that's being discussed serious serious agreement apparently they're not going to pull enough even if they get that deal done maybe they'll peel a majority of them I don't know whatever it is but they're still going to have some dead ender according to these published reports now so what? That's how a republic works? Four, five, six people? That's how democracy works? That's the opposite of democracy. No, we're not a democracy. But that's not democracy. You know, I'm reminded, the situation is not exact, but I'm reminded that when Netanyahu was running for prime minister the time before this, you know, he won. When you cobble together the conservative parties and the religious parties, he actually had more Knesset seats, the way it works in the parliament, you're part of a party, than all the other left-wing groups put together. But two things happened. The left-wing parties brought in the Arab parties, which had never been part of a government before because they don't believe that Israel is a country they don't believe in the existence of Israel, and they don't believe in the government of Israel. But so desperate was the left that they embraced them. But one other thing happened that was shocking. This guy by the name of Bennett. Bennett had once served as Netanyahu's chief of staff. He created his own party, which there wanted to do over there. 
and he ran to the right of Netanyahu. And out of 120 Knesset seats, equivalent to Congress, they got five. Five. And because it was so tight, Netanyahu needed all five of those votes in order to retain the prime minister position. But Bennett threw in with the left and the Arab parties. Just five. And so for about a year and a half, give or take, Israel, the government in Israel, was ruled by parties, parties, that did not have a legitimate hold on the government, in my view, because of these five. Now, what's it going to come to here? Is it going to be five? Six, seven, eight, nine? What? What's it going to be? And that's how Republicanism works? No, it's not how Republicanism works. Everything you see going on on the floor of the House, that's not in the Constitution, none of it. These are their own rules. Did you know that? None of this is in the Constitution. These are their own rules. What's in the Constitution is the authority given to the House and given to the Senate to create their own rules. But these rules, what you see happening today, are not in the Constitution. So you negotiate the rules, you get what you can, you get a lot, because it's so close, the numbers, that people can make a difference, a handful. So you're seeing the best and the worst. You're seeing some people who do have high principles, and you're seeing some people who are self-dealing, and then you're seeing some people who want to promote themselves. And when this is all said and done, we'll be able to distinguish one from the other. So it's not a group of high-flying, principled conservatives. Some are. It's not what people are telling you. Some are. Some aren't. That's what I'm telling you. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, 
you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Joe Biden announces a new program to curb illegal migration as he prepares for a visit to border rights Politico. They're, they're really a press operation for Joe Biden. In a rare White House address on the nation's border crisis, Biden unveiled a new policy that will accept, ready, 30,000 migrants a month from four nations, but will also crack down on those who fail to use the plan's legal pathways. I don't understand this. We have existing federal immigration laws. Enforce them. What is this? I'm going to accept 30,000 migrants a month from four nations, but also crack down on those who fail to use the plan's legal pathways. First of all, he's not going to do it. He said the policy will grant humanitarian parole to eligible migrants from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, will work as part of a border strategy that incorporates expanded use of Title 42 expansions. Well, he doesn't know that. His government's been arguing against Title 42 in court. In court. President confirmed plans for his first visit to the U.S.-Mexican border since taking office. Since taking office as a senator, he's never been there. Hasn't been there in 50 damn years, ladies and gentlemen. 50, he's been voting on it, talking about it, policies on it, opening it up. But he's never been there. Because he's been very, very busy. And let's see. There's more to this, and I want to get to it when we return. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Mark Levin, America's mentor of conservatism. Call now at 877-381-3811. You, you know, it's amazing. Gates is over there with the Democrats. And they were surrounding him, and they're laughing, and they're having a good old time. And he brought our friend Lauren Boebert with him. What's that all about? These people trying to destroy the country. Don't, don't get me wrong. 
I wouldn't be laughing and having a grand old time. He's walking over there and he's talking to the Democrats. This guy, Cicilline, who's a real lowlife. A couple steps away from Wasserman Schultz. Just think he's up to no good. Now, we just got a text here, my wife did, from uh, Matt Gates, Mr. Producer. And it says here, one minute. This is from Matt Gates. He quotes himself, Gates for Congress joined the fight. He's a desperate guy whose vote share is dropping with every subsequent vote, and I'm ready to vote all night, all week, all month, and never for that person. Matt Gates here. Kevin McCarthy wants to fund an endless war, quote-unquote, against me because I don't support his coronation to Speaker. Kevin McCarthy's not funding anything against Gates. It says, Kevin is owned by the lobbyists and has sold himself to the swamp. He's standing in the way of a true MAGA majority. Will you join me in stopping McCarthy? Tap here and there's a link. And then, of course, he wants money, Mr. Producer. What do you think of that? No, no, you don't understand. He's not part of the swamp. He's trying to get the alligators. Ah! He has no personal agenda. What is wrong with you people? Just stand-up guy. You know, I like car salesmen. I get along with them very, very well. I go in and I'll tell them exactly what I want. No negotiation. I say, here's what I want. What's the lost price? I got to get the lost price. And they know that I'll buy it when I come in. I'm not in there just, you know, poking around. Is there a Democrat he doesn't like, Mr. Producer? Here he is, talking to us some more. I can tell they're Democrats by the way they look, by the way, and the way they dress. How do I know? I cannot possibly describe that to you on the air or I'll be in trouble. I'll be in trouble. Sort of that Rosie O'Donnell look. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Producer? But I can't go much further because I might get in trouble. But uh, he seems to be liked by the Democrats more than the Republicans, and I'm not surprised by that. So I was telling about Biden. Biden at the White House today telling about his fantastic new policy. Let's listen to some of this, which is why I'm getting fed up and furious that he's pushing stuff like this. Cut 10. Biden compares migrants at the border to Jews escaping Germany. Are you kidding me? And he takes no heat for this whatsoever. None. Jews escaping Germany? Because they were going to be summarily killed and executed in the most horrific ways? Will people coming into this country... Cut 10, go. Migration is a human right. Activists say that it is. What's your take? Well, I think it is a human right if, you have your, if your family's being persecuted, if you're being dealt with. You know, ladies way. and gentlemen, three and a half million people have come into this country illegally. Okay? I don't think they're all being personally persecuted. And we wouldn't know anyway, would we? Because they're not being vetted through a process. So that is just BS. 
we have a a process for people who are being persecuted. Their lives are being threatened. People are being tortured or raped or or their uh, political opponents and so forth. We have a legal immigration process that we've had in place for decades that this man has violated. But three and a half million people coming into this country illegally, most of whom we have no knowledge about whatsoever. How dare you compare it to Jews escaping Germany? Go ahead. You know, like it was, I thought it was a human right for, you know, uh, uh, Jews in Germany to be able to go to get to escape and get help where they could. See what I mean? What, what causes that to trigger in somebody's head, I wonder? I don't get it. And he takes, and there's no pushback whatsoever. This guy nominates for another high position an individual who was turned back already, but renominates him, who calls Israel an apartheid state, a racist state, who goes on and on and on. The guy's obviously a Jew hater. And he renominates the guy. Now, I assume he had a meal with him or met with him or something like that. Remember the Trump situation? How come he doesn't take any crap for this? None. None. Let's go to cut 13, Mr. Producer. Go. But here's one significant step we're taking. Over the summer, we saw a huge spike in the number of Venezuelans traveling through, uh, through Mexico and attempting to enter the United States without going through our legal processes. We respond by using uh, and ensuring that there are two safe and lawful ways for someone leaving the country to come to America. That was one of the reasons you you were proposing. First, if they're seeking asylum, they can use an app on their cell phone called CBP1, O-N-E, CBP1, O-N-E. That's to spell it out, not the number one to schedule an appointment at a port of entry and make their asylum claim there without crossing the border unlawfully and have a decision determined by an asylum officer, do they qualify? All right, hold on a second. See, decisions aren't supposed to be made by asylum officers. They're supposed to be made by administrative law judges. Not an officer on the spot. You understand? You're supposed to apply... Or if you come here illegally, that's a defense, basically, and you apply. But you don't get, you don't get to use an app. I thought these people were poor as hell. You don't get to use an app and apply in advance, and then an asylum officer can say, okay, come on in. What's that all about? You know, I used to make a joke. You long-time listeners probably heard it, but over the years, I used to make a joke, which was, why wait for people to come here to give them asylum? Right, Mr. Producer? Remember I used to say this? Just give the whole world asylum and tell them to come into the United States. Why wait for them to come here? If you're going to give them a freebie uh, entrance anyway, why bother? Why wait? And that's what he's doing. <laughs> That's basically what he's doing. 
and they'll know exactly what words to use and how to use them. They'll have all kinds of lawyers on our side of the border telling them what to do on the other side of the border because it's a big scam. It's a big game. That's what it is. It's a big scam. It's a big game. So now we're using apps. They said we use the. Where's the Mitch McConnell? He should be standing with him. Bipartisan Mitch. Did you know Mitch is by Mr. Producer? Yes, Mitch is by bipartisan Mitch. But Mitch is not bipartisan. I think he's all the way Democrat. All the way Democrat. The longest serving leader of either party in American history. I don't think he's by. I don't think he's bipartisan. I think he's completely Democrat partisan. And he's very proud of it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Tired of overpaying woke wireless companies? How about this? Get talk, text, and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. Yes, on the same network, the same towers, with the same coverage as the other guys, but for half the price. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Hallelujah. Friends, this is great news. You can start saving today without having to sacrifice on coverage. How do I know? I'm a customer. Plus, listen to all the other benefits you get. A U.S.-based customer service team to make your switch even easier. You're supporting a veteran-owned business. And here's the best part. When you go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's right. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast, and you can be switched over in as little as 10 minutes. Switch to a company that shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVIN, podcast, to save 50% off your first month. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. By the way... A little bit of good news out there. Damar Hamlin. Here's the doctor who's been treating Damar Hamlin at a press conference today. Cut 16, go. There has been substantial improvement in his condition over the past 24 hours. Uh, we had significant concern um, about him after the injury and after the event that happened on the field. Uh, but he is making substantial progress. Uh, as of this morning, uh, he is beginning uh, to awaken, uh, and it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. Uh, we are very pr- uh, proud to report that. Very happy for him uh, and for his family and for the Buffalo Bills organization. There you go. So these things are always touch and go, but it's looking up. We're learning more about the... Uh, the mass murder in Idaho, including that um, one of the roommates who who happened upon the situation there heard some screaming, crying, and thought it was one of the girls playing with a dog, and then she saw somebody in a mask fleeing. So that means, uh, I mean, look, we have arms. 
I have one of these knives right here for my protection. I'm just holding it. Who knows, maybe one of these days we'll do a video. But it's extremely sharp. It's serrated. It's very heavy. It's steel. It's probably the sort of knife that this mass murderer had, and I can't imagine. You plunge this into somebody's chest, it would cut it like butter, Mr. Producer. That's how sharp and heavy this thing is. And to think these girls and this one young kid, this guy, while they're lying in their beds asleep or half asleep, some guy comes in and then plunges us into their chest. It's horrific. A lot of people die by knife. A lot of murders occur by knife. I'm putting it back in its sheath here. And what's interesting is, based on the court uh, presentation today, they found the DNA on the sheath of the knife. That is that which protects the knife. They found the DNA on that. And then there's other interesting information which is on the drive back to his home with his father. The uh, local police stopped him twice. Did you hear about this, Mr. Reducer? At the direction of the FBI. They wanted, so any minor traffic situation, like he didn't put his blinker on, they would stop him. They wanted to, they wanted to get a sense for his reaction. If he was nervous. And they wanted to see his hands. Because when you use a knife like this and you plunge it in somebody, it affects your hands. Uh, <clears throat> and they had body cams and everything else. It was really quite unbelievable. And they tracked him all the way back to his home. And I've heard some people say, well, that means the father was in on it. That You don't know that. There's a lot of people out there who have kids who go to college or have gone to college across the country or or not, um, and they'll fly to the location where the kid is and drive back with My father did that with me, as a matter of fact. When I had my first job in Texas at a law school and I joined the Reagan administration, I was a very young guy, and he wanted to drive back with me. So he flew to Dallas, and we drove back together. And so it's, it's absolutely possible that his father and his mother had no idea what the hell he had done. And I suspect that's the case. I don't know. And, of course, if they didn't know, they must be absolutely sick to their stomachs, too, quite frankly. Because nobody really expects that sort of thing to happen with their own kid. I want to make a recommendation once the Republicans actually do get together, if they get together, about another area of investigation in the next hour. And I want to thank uh, Nancy Pelosi for creating the, uh, the pathway, the precedent for this. Uh, by the way, she's been bouncing around all over the House floor uh, like she's got ants in her pants or something's going on. She's so thrilled with herself. They're just, you know, they have these iconic figures created by the media and entertainment. 
You never have bad Democrats, you know, unless it's from the 50s or 40s. But today, they're all just outstanding. And she's bouncing all over the place. Anyway, we'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. My friends, 2022 is history. But have you thought about what you'll do in 2023? How will you make it better than last year? That's why I have a challenge for you. Resolve to become a better educated American. Look, every new year is a new opportunity, so I have a great way for you to make the most of this one. The good folks at Hillsdale College have made their amazing online courses free for all who wish to learn. My challenge to you, take just one of these fantastic courses. You can discover the beauty of the Bible in the Genesis story, study the writings of C.S. Lewis, or explore the true meaning of America in Constitution 101. There are many more to choose from, and all these self-paced free courses feature Hillsdale faculty and scholars. So visit levinforhillsdale.com and pick one of more than 30 free Hillsdale courses. I hope you'll accept my challenge. Pick whichever course you like and resolve to be a more educated American in 2023. Go to levin for Hillsdale.com, and start your free course today. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. You're here at Ground Zero for conservatism. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Be taking some calls a little later. Looks like they're about to recess. Motion to adjourn. Looks like the Republicans are standing together on this, except for one bonehead. I don't know. I don't know who the one is. I don't care. So who should the Republicans include on their list, or what, of investigations? I think George Soros. And I think Nancy Pelosi has created the scenario in which this can be done. Soros is funding all kinds of groups for the purpose of destroying the country. Everything from media matters on down. Or should I say on up. And this is from our friends at the Washington Free Beacon. Soros doubles funding to left-wing legal group working to upend Supreme Court. He's always funding groups that are looking to upend America. And how does he get away with it? Shouldn't we look at this? Progressive mega donor George Soros, it's actually Marxist in my view, Josh Christensen, 
has ramped up donations to a group dedicated to packing the Supreme Court, signaling progressives' determination to reshape the judiciary even after a string of defeats. Demand Justice is the name of the group. It raked in $4.5 million from Soros' Open Society Foundations to, quote, support policy advocacy on court reform, unquote. 2021 fiscal year tax filings show this. That's nearly double the $2.5 million Soros gave the group in 2018 when it formed to oppose Justice Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation. So George Soros is the sugar daddy behind many of these Marxist organizations and these efforts. I think he's worth well over $20 billion. Soros' increased donations could buoy demand justice as the group fights to regain ground. The past two years saw the group suffer major setbacks, including the confirmation of uh, conservatives and so forth. Demand justice does not seem willing to back down, an attitude that was signaled by the group's call to intensify protests during the court's last term as its conservative wing delivered historic victories on abortion and Second Amendment rights. In the wake of the Dobbs decision, Demand Justice Executive Director Brian Fallon, Brian Fallon called for the removal of protective fencing around the court to help protesters, quote, provide more accountability of the justices. SCOTUS leaks are good, he said on Twitter. Rip the veil off. See, they want to burn down everything. Literally and politically. They want to burn down everything. Department of Homeland Security warned of increased threats to the court and the justices' potential violence following the leak, but this group didn't care. It's a Soros group. So how does George Soros all these decades get away with spending his monies in public ways without any oversight whatsoever? And in addition, the Supreme Court itself has cleared the way for the Ways and Means Committee to get the last six years of George Soros's tax returns. I'm sorry, that's true. And so the only way to put that genie back in the bottle is to do to them what they do to us. Now, most of the sort of straight-laced, blue-chip, legal groups and so forth, they'll say, no, we don't want to be like that. No, I do want to be like them. Until they stop being like themselves. Then I don't want to be like them. But that's what's going to take brass knuckles. I'm just saying. And there was another exceptional piece by our friend Victor Davis Hanson. And so as Chuck Todd would say, tomorrow's January 6th, so with January 6th in mind, I want to read to you what Hansen said, not about January 6th, but about a real coup. He said the coup we never knew. We're beginning to wake up from a nightmare to a country we no longer recognize and from a coup we never knew, he says. Did someone or something seize control of the United States? What happened to the U.S. border? Where did it go? Who erased it? Why and how did 5 million people enter our country illegally? So it's 5 million. Did Congress secretly repeal our immigration laws? Did Joe Biden issue an executive order allowing foreign nationals to walk across the border and reside in the United States as they pleased? 
Since when did money not have to be paid back? Who insisted that the more dollars the federal government printed, the more prosperity would follow? When did America embrace zero interest? Why do we believe $30 trillion in debt is no big deal? When did clean, burning, cheap, and abundant natural gas become the equivalent to dirty coal? How did prized natural gas that had granted America's wishes of energy self-sufficiency reduce pollution and inexpensive electricity become almost overnight a pariah fuel whose extraction was a war against nature? Which lawmakers, which laws, which votes of the people declared natural gas development and pipelines near criminal? Was it not against federal law to swarm the homes of Supreme Court justices? To picket and to intimidate their households in efforts to affect their rulings? Yeah, what about it? How then with impunity did bullies surround the homes of Justices Kavanaugh, Alito, Barrett, Gorsuch, Roberts, and Thomas, furious over a court decision on abortion? How could those mobs so easily throng our justices' homes with placards declaring off with their blanks? Since when? How do we wake up one morning to a new custom? of impeaching a president over a phone, a phone call, of the Speaker of the House tearing up the State of the Union address and on a national television, of barring congressional members from serving on their assigned congressional committees. Since when did Americans create a government ministry of truth? And on whose orders did the FBI contract private news organizations to censor stories it did not like and writers whom it feared? When did we assume the FBI had the right to subvert the campaign of a candidate it disliked? Was it legal suddenly for one presidential candidate to hire a foreign ex-spy to subvert the campaign of a rival? Was some state or federal law passed that allowed biological males to compete in female sports? Did Congress enact such a law? Did the Supreme Court guarantee that biological male students could shower in the gym locker rooms with biological women? Were women ever asked to redefine the very sports they have championed? When did the government pass a law depriving Americans of their freedom during a pandemic? In America, can health officials simply cancel rental contracts or declare loan payments in suspension? How could it become illegal for mom and pop stores to sell flowers or shoes during a quarantine, but not so for Walmart or Target? Since when did the people decide that 70% of voters would not cast their ballots on election day? Was this revolutionary change the subject of a national debate, a heated congressional session, or the votes of dozens of state legislatures? Of course not. What happened to election night returns? That the fact that Americans created more electronic ballots and computerized tallies make it take so much longer to tabulate the votes? When did the nation abruptly decide that theft is not a crime, assault not a felony? How can thieves walk out with bags of stolen goods without the wrath of angry shoppers, much less fear of the law? Was there ever a national debate about the terrified flight from Afghanistan? Who planned it and why? What happened to the once trusted FBI? Why almost overnight did its directors decide to mislead Congress, deceive judges with concocted tales from fake dossiers and with doctored writs? 
Did Congress pass a law that our federal leaders in the FBI and CIA could lie with impunity under oath? Who redefined our military? And with whose consent? Who proclaimed that our chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff could call his Chinese communist counterpart to warn him that America's president was supposedly unstable? Was it always true that retired generals routinely libeled their commander-in-chief as a near-Nazi, a Mussolini, an adherent of the tools of Auschwitz? Were Americans ever asked whether their universities could discriminate against their sons and daughters based on their race? How did it become physically dangerous to speak the truth on campus? Whose idea was it to reboot racial seg- segregation and bias as theme houses, safe spaces, and diversity? How did that happen in America? How did a virus cancel the Constitution? Did the lockdowns rob us of our sanity? Or was it the woke hysteria that ignited our collective madness? We're beginning to wake up from a nightmare to a country we no longer recognize. And from a coup we never knew. Tomorrow's January 6th, the media are reminding us. They want it to be a national mark on your calendar every year. And they're going to keep beating those drums. Well, then we ought to be thinking about the coup that has taken place and is going on as a result of the American Marxist forces in this country promoted and celebrated by the media that has a home in the Democrat Party that is ideologically based in our colleges and universities and is brainwashing and indoctrinating our children in our public schools that should be what we think about on January 6th if you ask me I'll be right back Mark Lovin Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. What would the Democrats do without January 6th, Mr. Producer? I ask you, America, what would the Democrats do without January 6th? Now, we're looking at the putative president's schedule for tomorrow. Friday, we call it. They put out their daily guidance. And it reads as follows. In the morning, the president will receive the president's daily brief. This meeting will be closed to the press. The afternoon, the president will have lunch with the vice president in the private dining room. The lunch will be closed to the press. Okay, so that's it for the morning. They'll read him his daily brief, and then he gets ready for lunch. Oh, you haven't heard the rest of it. Here we go. After the president will mark the two-year anniversary of the January 6th insurrection during a ceremony. They intend to enshrine this as a fact. The Democrat Party, their media, the other Marxists out there, they intend to enshrine this as a fact. 
president will mark the two-year anniversary of the January 6th insurrection during a ceremony. The vice president and the second gentleman will attend. What makes him a gentleman? He looks like an a-hole to me. This ceremony in the East Room will be pulled by for TV and open to pre-credentialed media. Well, of course, they want as much media there as possible. In other words, Democrats with uh, press badges. And then you're going to have, and I read you, I play uh, the, or you heard the, what I said about Chuck Todd, and so they're going to try and tie tomorrow and what goes on in the House, if anything, with two years ago. Because anything the Republicans do, we know, is an insurrection. And yet I just read you what the brilliant Victor Davis Hanson had to say about the real coup that's taking place right in front of our eyes now. Then the president, ready for this? So he has a press briefing, his lunch. Then he has a propaganda event. And right after that event, the president will depart the White House en route to Wilmington, Delaware. Departure from the South Lawn will be open to the press. The arrival at Delaware Air National Guard Base, Newcastle, Delaware, will be covered by the out-of-town press pool. And in that press pool will be AP and Reuters and Bloomberg, Daily Caller, wow, Fox, just so they can watch the president leave. We have more video and photos of the president's ass than anything else, don't we, Mr. Producer? As he's walking away or shuffling away, we have more photos of the back of this guy's head. Why did he go in and get the hair transplant anyway? Why did he get the cornrows put in his forehead? If all we get to see is his back. And so it is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now I will give you a time to these events. 9 a.m. he gets his press briefing. If you're president, don't you want to get up at 7 and get... St- no. 12.45, he has lunch. 2 p.m. is his insurrection event. By 3 p.m., he's out of there. He's at Joint Base Andrews. He's out of there. 4.30. What is it? 5.25, he arrives in Newcastle, Delaware, and that's that. That's it. He's been very busy. You know, he was with Mitch McConnell. They were bragging about how they blew our money, how they increased the debt on your children. You know, those of you who have it, you ought to dust off plunder and deceit. And see what Mitch McConnell has done to your future lineage. Your current lineage. You ought to see what he's done to them. They celebrate the destruction of your family. The destruction of future generations. Nobody's going to remember what the hell they spent this money on. And of course, Congressman Comer. I should mention this actually. We are scheduled to have Congressman Comer. I think Mr. Producer will be shocked uh, on uh, Life, Liberty, and Levin this weekend, assuming the votes don't go through the weekend. He is the chairman, or the incoming, hopefully, chairman of the House Oversight Committee. Very, very powerful chairman, very powerful committee. I thought it was important that we talked to him. And Lee Zeldin, who was one of the nominees for speaker, and he didn't even know it. We had others planned too, but we just couldn't be sure of the vote and so forth. So um, we're going to have the great Lee Zeldin, 
talk about the House and other things. And, uh, and Mr. Comer on the program so we can go over a number of things in the area of uh, oversight because God knows he's going to have his hands full. And I'm sure one of the things he's going to tell us is we haven't been able to do anything yet. You know, we have, there's nothing we've been able to do. Can't hire a staff. Can't get the resources. Can't get the members. Can't get anything. Uh, 40% of his time in office, I think I read this yesterday, Joe Biden has been on vacation 40% of the time. You know, he is the biggest welfare queen in America. Do you know that, America? He's the biggest welfare queen in America. All these free trips on our dollar, the helicopters, the planes, the protection, the meals, the clothing, uh, the, the, uh, all, all of it. And, of course, Dr. Jill. He is the biggest welfare queen in America. Then they're building the wall for him at uh, the beach in Rehoboth. Nobody else gets a wall. He gets a wall. I'll be right back. The new American Revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. Mr. Producer, do we have any callers? Yes, no, or maybe so. Esther, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Go. I am extremely insulted. I was, while you were, um, I've been also watching, I've been one ear of this, and I've been also watching Daily Caller. They posted the video with um, Biden, what he said about comparing the immigrants uh, to the Jews fleeing the Holocaust. My father's Sick. a Holocaust survivor, okay? Yes, I'm not yes. saying these people aren't suffering, but there is a big difference, a big difference between what's going on at the border and the Jews fleeing, fleeing Hitler. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And if he thinks he's so pro-Jewish or pro-Israel, I'd like to remind him, you know, his, um, his U.N. Uh, delegate has been voting against Israel in the U.N. now on some very important issues mm-hmm. and um his administration is one has already indicated they're extremely hostile to Netanyahu's cabinet i mean who does he think he is Chutzpah. exactly no and there's a, a heavy number of uh, anti-semites around him and in his administration and this is becoming par for the course for the democrat party it truly is and, uh, you know, Hakeem Jeffries never never called out his uncle. They talk about his wonderful family and past, and I'm sure that's true. And But they never mention him, Professor Jeffries, and what an anti-Semite he is. And he's a racist on top of that. I can guarantee you if Kevin McCarthy or any of the others had that in their background, you'd never stop hearing the end of it. All right. I thank you for your call, Esther. Let's continue. Let's see. Let's go to Aaron, Clifton Park, New York, the great WABC. How are you? How are you doing? You are just on fire tonight. This is this is such a uh, I'm I'm very grateful for the truth um, being spoken, and uh, just really appreciate you know all of the input that's going on. You know, I'm a practicing Catholic, and mm-hmm. to hear this anti-Semitic is just heartbreaking. And mm-hmm. it's despicable. And it's not surprising from the side, from that side. It, it's really no. not. 
Nope, I agree with you. It's it's just, you know, I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, I I think, you know, we're all on the same page here, all Mm. of your listeners, um, as far as that goes. Mm. Um, You know, and I'm interested to hear if, uh, you know, this Lee Zelda, I I would love to see Zeldin get in on here. And I'm very interested in your opinion on that. Lee? Lee? <laughs> Lee's not going to be the uh, speaker, that's for sure. It's just, first of all, he's not interested, and secondly, he's not a member. Now, you don't have to be a member, of course, uh, but that's the way it is. All right, my friend, thank you very much, and, uh, and God bless you. Let's see here. There's a picture of House Republican lawmakers huddled in a conference room trying to agree on a deal. So they are working on it tonight. There's no doubt about that. Let's see about this. Yep. Saw that. Uh, let's see here. Let's take another call. I'm sorry. I'm just getting communications, and I want to take a look at it. Uh, all right. Let's go to uh, anyone disagree with me here. Yeah. Alan, Nashville, Tennessee, the Mark Levin app. How are you, Alan? Mark Levin, it's an honor to speak to you, my friend. Uh, I have family, I, by the way, that lives in Nashville, just so you know. Yeah, I heard you talking about that the other yeah, night. It's a wonderful place. It is. Mark, but a lousy mayor, but it's a wonderful place. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, I want to tell you, you can tell me to get off the phone, you big dope, and I would love it. <laughs> but I wanted to tell you I disagree with you vehemently. On Tuesday night, you spoke often of the 19, and who are they, and what have they done? Uh-huh. And Eli Crane... Oh, no, some of them. I know some of them have done a lot, but I don't... But there's a lot of them who have done anything. Anna Luna and Ogles, who I voted for, and I yeah. voted early with you, uh, which I hated, too. Uh, but those people have all fought for our country. And Eli Crane, on your show said he studied warfare and studied the enemy and we no 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 I, I didn't ask what have they done for our country in terms of the military there's a lot of men who fought and women who are on the other side too and some of them are even democrats no I'm t- talking about that and I never talk about that I'm saying how, you got this guy Ogles tell me what he's done since he's been out of the military Oh, yeah, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. I hope he hasn't done anything in Congress, and that's we. I, it doesn't matter if he hasn't done anything in Congress. What has he done? As I asked, I didn't limit it to Congress. Yeah. Look, you got a lot of people who've served in the military who are tremendous patriots, and you have a lot of people—not a lot—and you have some people who've served in the military who are not so patriotic. Quite frankly. You get a lot of people of all walks of life, all kinds of people. Now, people who've served in the military, we assume that they're all conservatives and they're all Republicans. They're not. I think most of them are. We've had a number of generals who turned on Trump, did we not? Yes, we did. We've had a number of generals who serve this president right now at the highest levels of the military. I wouldn't hire them to walk my dog. Now, all that said, that's great. But you have people who are now going to be voting on the future of the country and voting on issues. And I think it's very fair for me to ask, well, what has this guy done? 
In other words, from a philosophical perspective, what, what has he done that I should follow him like the Pied Piper? And I don't know. And I looked it up, and you don't know either. And you voted for him. Mark, yes, I'm not so much talking about Ogles as I am Eli Crane. I heard him on your show, and I think he's got a plan. And he is going there to fight. And he said the only way we can fight them and win is Well, what are they fighting over now? I'm trying to figure it out. What is the rule? What is the issue? What is it? That's the thing, Mark. None of us know. But I do No, none of us know. I've just told you all the rules they agreed to. I read them the other day. Now we got eight more that I've read today out loud. What's left? Now the enemy is trying to destroy our country, no? We gotta get our act together now. We gotta get these investigations underway now. We've got illegal immigrants crossing the border as I'm speaking to you and fentanyl and all the rest. We've got we've got McConnell celebrating Biden and Biden celebrating McConnell. We've got an FBI that's hell bent on indicting Donald Trump. Now you might say, well, there's a few days here and there. Okay, great. Now what's left? What's left? Nothing's left. And by the way, I happen to have some inside information myself, which is why I shared it with you and all the other listeners here. There's like three different groups there. And your buddy Ogle, or Ogles, he's the guy, one of the guys, that basically said he'll vote for McCarthy, but he wants these two committee positions. I go, what? But we can disagree on this, Alan. No problem. Yeah. No, no worries, Mark. I love you, and you uh, ride around in the man. truck with me and repair lines every night. I appreciate you. You are terrific. So that's what you do. Good for you. And you're needed there. You got like tornado after tornado around there, don't they? They do. Yeah. All right, brother. God bless you. Take care of yourself. See, that's how it's done. Very properly. If you're going to lie to me and yell at me, then I, then I respond in kind. Not with lying, but with yelling. It's just the nature of the beast here. Can't help it. Let's see if we can slip another one in here. Nick? Didn't we do Nick yesterday? Maybe a different Nick. Nick, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the Mark Levin app. Nick, Nick you didn't call in yesterday, did you? I, I did, but I didn't get through to you. Uh, I didn't oh, all right. Here you are. Me. I'm sorry. But I, no, it's all right. Uh, Mark, I actually talked to you. This is my third time in about a year. I was the truck driver. They oh, talked yeah. to you about the diesel fuel situation. Yes, sir. You helped so, break that again, story. I wanna, yeah, well, I really appreciate you know what you're doing today because there's so many pundits, news people, uh, other uh, commentators who are, who are saying that this is a great thing and it's, it's a good thing. And uh, I agree with you. It's, it's actually a terrible thing because now – Hakeem Jeffries has been elected the minority leader 10 times in three days. And we look, we look so foolish. We look so I'm stupid. not saying it's a terrible thing. I've just reached a point. I don't even know what they want anymore. They don't know what they want. And people are saying, these guys are great. Which guys? For doing what? Some of them are in there secretly promoting themselves. Some of them are in there secretly just trying to sabotage the other Republicans. And some of them are in there doing principled things. So don't tell me these guys are blah, blah, blah. First of all, we don't think that way. These guys. So I went through and looked at these individuals. 
They also have some information on each one of them, or some of them, if not most of them. And so it's not, wow, they're the fighters. And what makes them the 100% conservatives and the rest of us not? You're pretty conservative, aren't you, Nick? Oh, I'm very conservative, Mark. I I think that there's some members uh, that are like almost on a kamikaze mission. You have freshman members that are demanding things that they haven't earned yet. You have guys like Matt Gates who said he would rather see Hakeem Jeffries as speaker than Kevin McCarthy. You know, it's 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 sad to see too because I love Lauren Boebert. and I think she's a great uh, congresswoman. But you know, she only won by a couple hundred votes. And Kevin McCarthy put two mil- almost two million dollars, one point nine million dollars. It's all true. Campaign. I, I don't. Uh, and, and it's my understanding that early on she was uh, leaning towards voting for him, and now. If not the most, certainly one of the most opponents. And look, again, this isn't about Kevin McCarthy. It's about Joe Biden. It's about the the targeting of Trump. It's about securing the border. It's about a, a thousand other things important to us. And when it comes to substance, I don't know of any great difference between these 20 and the rest. That's why I'm saying, well, why, why is it assumed that these people are great? Well, they want to change the process. But it's my understanding the process was being changed. Now, they've gotten some additional changes, and that's great. Now, what do they want? I don't know. And they don't either. All right, Nick, thank you, my friend. We'll be right back. Mark in. majority of people who listen to this program and have over the years are a class act. You're a class act. We agree on almost everything, almost all the time, but there are occasions when we don't. Just look at the gentleman who called from Nashville. Class act. And of course, we have a lot of people call who agree, too. And that's the nature of this program. But, you know, there's a, there's a liner somebody put out on this program that I don't suffer fools well. It's true. My wife will say when she sees me interact with others from time to time, says, boy, oh boy. But if somebody's going to be a fool or something of that sort, then I call it out. And then maybe they won't bother me again. But that doesn't mean we can't have an honest disagreement. That's for sure. And I do all the time with people. But I explain myself, and I lay it out there for you, and you can agree or disagree, and I want to thank you for that. Again, I'm blessed to have you out there. You're not a typical TV or radio audience that just wants to do the rah-rah stuff. You don't march to the leader. You use your noggin. I want to salute all you heroes out there. I want to salute all you patriots out there. And God bless each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow.